Chapter 1 Go Me So who am I, and how did I get started? Well, entrepreneurship came as naturally to me as walking and talking. I had never really considered anything else. I blame the parents. I was born into a household that valued independence, entrepreneurship, and learning. I was born in England, in a tiny village in the north of the county of Dorset. Thomas Hardy wrote a lot about this area, and it is sometimes referred to as Hardy Country. Our house sat at the foot of Hambledon Hill in the beautiful Blackmoor Vale, and our nearest neighbour was my grandmother down the road. As a kid, you want to get out, escape, make your own way. But it's a truism that you only truly appreciate the beauty of your roots when you go back in later life. My father was a farmer and my mother ran a beauty salon, initially from home and later in a purpose-built salon. For my part, I adored growing up on a farm, running around, playing with power tools, setting fire to myself and eating all sorts of things that should not be eaten. I'm sure that is why I have such a good immune system now. The greatest thing I learned, looking back, was the independence of life. The fact, you can pretty much do what you want, and only you can fully judge yourself and your actions. In a house where one or both parents work, it's too easy to conclude that the choices ahead of you are limited to working for a corporation or for the government, whether as a civil servant, in the armed forces, or for the state. But I was encouraged to believe that if I wanted to be an artist or a businessman, or pretty much anything I wanted, I just had to choose. I felt that opportunity was always close by. With farming being so seasonal, my father was always dreaming and scheming. We would talk about business ideas over breakfast, and I would help him launch these sideline exploits over the years. Unfortunately, I didn't get pocket money, but I look back at this as a great lesson itself. Rather than getting handouts, I was offered the chance to work for my parents in either business for one pound an hour. My parents gave me lots of encouragement. Noticing that old ladies liked tea, I launched an early venture selling tea bags to the members of my granny's sewing club. It was a market waiting to be exploited. My mum's regular visits to wholesalers to buy supplies for the salon gave me the opportunity to buy tea in bulk and break it down into smaller lots. There wasn't a great margin to the business, but I did make a profit. Aged eleven, I started cutting down the flowers from the garden, putting them in jam jars and selling them outside the salon to ladies coming to have treatments. This time, my parents were less encouraging. Decimating the garden didn't endear the business to them, so I had to call a premature halt to proceedings. However, my big hit came at Christmas when my dad put me in charge of another sideline of his. We had a small orchard where, a few years earlier, Dad had planted loads of Christmas trees. These had finally grown to full size, but with the farm taking up so much time, a twelve-year-old Jeremy was put in charge. I was told to do whatever it took to sell as many as possible, and I could keep half of the sale proceeds. So I placed an advert in the local paper, put a sign on the road, and got selling one price if they helped themselves, another if I had to saw it down, and more again if they wanted it digging up. One great outlet was a local gypsy, who bought ten at a time to sell door to door, my first indirect sales channel. After a couple of weeks, I had cleared £1,600, a fortune for a twelve-year-old in the 1980s, and I think a surprise to my parents as well. The only slight annoyance was that a family decision was made to spend the money on a new TV and video that we could all share, so I never saw my half. Lesson learned? Get it in writing.